Hi, beautiful, and welcome to Self Carve, a podcast all about self love and success. I'm your host, Ivana Ritchie, and I'm here because I want you to have it all. I don't want you to settle for less. I want you to carve yourself and create the life of your dreams. And because of this, not only will I be sharing my knowledge with you, but I'll be inviting some amazing women who are all highly successful and they will be sharing their stories with you as well. A woman who's self-carved knows that there is nothing she can do to change her past, but that she has all the power and all the magic to create the best version of herself and attract anything that she desires from a man to money to whatever, right? So I'm so happy that you're here. Let's get started. Hey, hey, hey. Happy Friday. Self-carved and welcome to our third and final day of my three-day body image masterclass. I am so, so, so excited. I'm so excited to be here for the third and final day. Can't wait. I can't wait to dive into today's topic. I haven't even announced before I jumped on here what it's going to be about. So now you know, now you see it. <laughs> Today specifically, we're going to be talking about what a conditional relationship with your body looks like. Hi, Carrie, how are you? So as you're hopping on, let me know that you're here. Let me know that you are watching. Let me know where you're tuning in from. Let me know how you're feeling. What is going on? Let me know all of it. And if if you're watching me for the first time and you just happen to see or hear about this masterclass or maybe someone you know invited you, I am so excited that you're here. I'm so grateful that you chose to come here and join this masterclass and I hope you'll love it. Whether that's you or if I'm speaking to someone who's been here before and you're not new but you're jumping on for the third day, no worries, what you can do is just go back and watch the replays of day one and day two, okay? But in the meantime, as I'm talking, feel free to share how you've been feeling so far. Feel free to share if there's something that stood out to you when you watch day one or day two. I've been getting a lot of messages. There have been some incredible comments in the group about some aha moments you've had, of some breakthroughs women have already had, right? Just in these one, two, two days together so far. So imagine what happens if you stick with this, if you stay consistent. <laughs> it's a beautiful thing. So again, if you've never seen my face before, my name is Ivana Ritchie and I'm a self-love coach. I love to help women heal and love themselves so they can step into their full power. And that includes body image as body image is a part of self-love. Body image is a branch of the self-love tree. That's the picture I like to paint. So we've been talking about we have been talking about your upbringing. We've been talking about society. We've been talking about media. We've been talking about this culture that we're living in where it's not dominated by women, right? Hi, Rebecca. So excited that you are here and that you got the notification finally. Yes, Facebook got to get it together, right? So we've been talking about that. We've been talking about as well. What we've been talking about is your self-talk. But in this case, it becomes your body talk because we're focusing on not how you speak to yourself in general, but how you speak to your body, right? That's what we talked about in day two. And also something I mentioned was that 
Oftentimes when we speak about our body, we speak about our body in first person. We speak about our body as our body is us. We over identify with our body. And when we, when we struggle to understand why we feel the way we feel about it, we have to look at our beliefs. We have to look at our self-talk. We have to look at our emotions. We have to look at our feelings. We have to look at how we're showing up in the world. Like everything comes from your conditioning. How you were conditioned, that determined the way you've been feeling about and inside of your body. And it's still going on today, even though you're a grown up, right? And that's what's so interesting. It's so interesting when it comes to us, us in general, and when it comes to our relationship with our body. And this is true for everything else. It, it, it's also true for your relationship with other people, your children, your spouse, your partner, based on what kind of foundation you have. And we talked about that in the first day, that the foundation determines how easily affected, how easily triggered and influenced you get by other people. Because people will say, my parents did a great job, but media destroyed me. The school system destroyed me. And then I have to ask you, so what was your foundation like? How did you feel about yourself? And that's where we keep digging. Yes, awesome, right? So today specifically, what we're gonna be talking about is the relationship you have with your body, what it looks like. Is it conditional or is it unconditional? What is it like, okay? But before we dive into that, I just want to make sure I, I let you know and remind you that you can still enter the giveaway contest. I, I, I left it open longer than usual. So it's open all the way until tonight, 7 p.m. Central Time. How to enter, you can share one of the two graphics I've emailed to you if you signed up for this masterclass. If you, did not, if you didn't sign up through email, you can send me a message and I'll, I'll inbox you the images that you can share. Okay, that's one way. Another way is to take a screenshot of me here and post it on your Instagram story and just tag me. Make sure you tag me with whatever you do because if I don't get the tag, I don't know that you did it so I can't give you the point, right? <laughs> so I, you got to make sure you tag me so I know to give you a point, okay? So that you can enter all the way until tonight, 7 p.m. However many times you do it, however many different things you do, that's gonna give you more entries. You get one entry per thing. So there's some of you that have collected like 10 entries already. I'm gonna put all those entries in a little, in a little box, in a little container. I'm gonna shake it up and I'm gonna pick three winners. There's gonna be three prices. The first price is a 30 minute body image session with me, private session, right? Really, really juicy and exclusive. The second price is $111 off toward any of my programs. And the third price is my famous self-love healing journal, right? So these are the three prices. I want to make it fun always when we do these masterclasses. So you not only get information, but you also get to do something and you get to win something and we have fun with it. Okay, right? So that's that. Any questions about any of that? Let me know before we dive in. Just made a post about something similar with a picture from 2012 versus today. And you can see how my mindset was consumed by back pain then versus now. Yes, yes, yes. I keep forgetting to do it, journal. Yes, yes, yes. So you gotta manifest it, right? Make it happen. Okay, so before I start talking, I want us to take, I want us to take a moment to breathe. 
So make sure that you're breathing as you're listening to me. There may be something that I say and you're like, I don't like hearing that, or that may, something that I say that may trigger you. So make sure you're breathing. If you can have some water next to you, that's great. All right, so every time we are doing deep work, any work that it may be, even when you're outside of my world, make sure you're getting enough fluids in you. When we're doing the deep work, there, there are gonna be emotions coming up that we may not be aware of. We're gonna be releasing a lot of energy. So we gotta make sure we get enough water. Okay, so that's it. Now what I want you to do, I want you to close your eyes and I want you to focus on that one body part that you have a struggle with, that you struggle with, that you don't like, that you hate, that you can't stand, that you want to change, that you keep resisting and you're frustrated how it's staying the way it is, you don't like how it looks, whatever it may be, it's that one body part, you may have more, but pick one, the one that you like the least, the one that has been consuming you the most, that you've been focusing on the most. Pick that one body part, you close your eyes and you, visual, you just put your focus on there, right? So when you put your focus there, as you're breathing, I want you to place your hands on that body part, all right? So for me, it would be my stomach. That was my biggest struggle. Now, I, I, I love my belly or I love my bellies, but it's still important for me that I continue to show love to it because it's been a lot of mistreatment, right? So we gotta continue to nurture and nourish that relationship with our body as a whole and the body parts, right? So place your hands on whatever the body part is, it doesn't matter, and then, Continue to have your eyes closed and I want you to, I want you to send love to that part. I want you to send love. If there's something that that body part needs to hear, say it. As you're breathing. If there's a particular emotion you desire for that body part to experience, or you know that this body part needs more joy, needs more play, needs more appreciation, needs to, what? Hear that you're sorry. What is it that this body part needs? You already know the answer, the answer is within you. And I want you to intentionally send that energy to, your, to that body part as you hold your hands on it. Not hard, just slightly. The reason why we're placing our hands on the body part that we dislike the most is because we hold the most energy in our palms. You can also send your favorite color. So you can visualize, like if you love pink like me, you can send pink into your body part and then you can add a smile. Just, just feel the lightness in your body. Be in the moment. Just think of your body part as someone you've been hurting for a very, very long time. And now you're working on re-establishing that relationship. Now you're working on fixing that relationship. What does this body part need to hear? How does it need to feel? And what is it like to experience? So you send all of that into your body part with your palms on that body part, continue to breathe. And as, you, as you're doing that, we're gonna take three breaths together. So breathe in deeply, one. Continue to send that energy into it. 
Breathe out. One more time, breathe in. Hold and feel it, and now exhale. And a final time, send all the love, all the appreciation, some positive self-talk, whatever, whatever it is that your body part needs, send it a final time. And let's take a deep breath. And exhale. Okay? Now, I just want you to sit with it. I want you to sit with it and let me know how that felt. How did it feel to intentionally send love, send gratitude, send forgiveness into your body part? What did that feel like? And I want you to stay with that feeling. I want you to stay with that feeling even though you even if, not even though, even if you feel sad, because this may be the first time that you've been practic practicing being appreciative of your body. If you feel sad, if you feel regret, if you feel angry at yourself, don't get frustrated about that, but spend some time today figuring out where those emotions stem from, why you're sad, why you're angry, and take some time and journal. If you feel super light, super excited, super fancy, super glossy, juicy, whatever the word may be for you, whatever the emotion may be for you, continue to build on that and see if throughout the day you can continue to send love to that body part. This is how we start practicing changing the relationship. This is one of the ways. There are many ways that I teach, but this is one of the ways, right? So this is something that you can do at any time, especially when you consciously, because yesterday I talked about Catching ourselves when we're saying the things, right? When I'm speaking negatively to my body, fabulous and grateful, awesome, I love that. So if I catch myself speaking negatively to one of my body parts, then I can intentionally choose to stop. I can disconnect. I can let my thoughts go through me and say, okay, thank you, but I'm going to choose to be present right now. And we start this exercise and you can do it however many times you need to do it. Whatever it is that you need to send to this body part, you can. There are no right or wrongs, but you want to send what it needs. And then over time, we can continue to build. So if you have like five parts that you can't stand, you slowly but surely move on to those different parts. And you start developing a new relationship to the parts. But this relationship has been damaged because of why? The relationship you've been having with your body has been conditional. And this is obviously why you are here. You're here because you want to improve your relationship with your body. You understand that it is a relationship. It's not just that this is me and I'm my body or this is me and my body is over there and it's... It's just whatever. No, you understand it's a relationship because you have been talking to it. You have been feeling, you have been expressing, you've been in pain. You have been going through so many things in your body and with your body that now when you think about it, it's just been like a regular relationship. It's just been, it's just been a different type of relationship. And because it's been conditional, it's been damaged, 
I now have to work on repairing it. Does that make sense? I used to hate my upper lip because I have none, but I realized I inherited it from my grandmother and that I'm grateful for. Yes. Yes. So that's, it's, it's common. And what's common also is that one woman wants what the next woman has. And the other woman who has what this woman ha wants, wants what someone else wants. And we often always want what we don't have because we're not appreciative enough of what we do have. And we have bought into these beliefs. We have bought into these beauty ideals. We have bought into believing that there is a particular way you have to look in order for you to be beautiful. If I don't have the big lips, if I don't have the perfect eye color, if I don't have the big boobs, if I don't have the greatest, the biggest butt or whatever it may be, I don't fit the standard. So I'm, I'm, I'm constantly going to be thinking about what I don't have and I'm going to be seeking that. And what happens then? What happens is I'm operating from a place of lack. I'm operating from a place of I am not good enough. I don't feel good enough. I'm not good enough. I need to change my body so I can feel better. But this is where the misconception is. When we, when we don't feel good already and we create some type of change, we still won't feel good. And this is something I really want you to get into your head. If you have a notebook and you've been taking notes, great, add that there. And if you haven't been taking notes, I encourage you to do so. Write it down. If I don't feel good about my body now, when I change it, I won't feel good either. I may experience temporary pleasure. When, we, when, when people are addicted, they experience temporary pleasure. When they take the drugs, when they go gambling, when they, when, they, when, they, when they smoke, whatever they smoke, the cigarettes, the weed, whatever they're addicted to, there is temporary pleasure. But if they started from, which addicts do, when, 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 they, when you start from a place of, I don't feel good enough right now, when you take the substance, you're still not going to feel good. It's not going to heal the cause. It's not going to heal the problem. It's going to give you temporary pleasure. So when you want to change your body because you don't feel good and you want to change it only because you don't feel good, what you're doing is you're basically acting like an addict because you want to change your state believing that that is the only way you can feel better. And I know this may sound extreme to some of you, but that's basically what it is. And then you change your body, whether that means losing weight, changing the shape, adding some type of procedure. Maybe you have a surgery, you have implants, whatever it may be, Botox, whatever it may be. But if you didn't feel good about yourself beforehand, that's just going to act. That's just going to be like an addiction. And this is why a lot of women who are, who are not happy with their body, when they change something, there's something else they feel the need to change, whether that's natural or they go to a cosmic uh, surgeon, right? It doesn't matter. It is the state that you're in before, before you do what you do. It is, what is my relationship to my body beforehand? How do I feel about my body before? And this is where the conditional relationship shows up. It comes to the surface because you only say that you will love and accept 
your body if it changes, if it looks a different type of way. But is that love? Is that love? Would you want to be with someone who says, well, I think your arms are too fat or your legs are too skinny? And I, 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 don't, I, don't, I don't love them, but I will love them if they get thicker or I will love your arms if they get smaller. How would that make you feel? Would you really believe that this person loves your body unconditionally? You wouldn't, right? Hi, Cassandra. So glad that you're tuned in. I stopped smoking weed maybe four months ago and it completely changed my life. Woohoo! Love that. I can't believe I did that so often for so long. Yes. And oftentimes we don't know what we're doing to ourselves because we're distracting ourselves from pain, right? Like I said yesterday, so many people are distracting themselves, are running away from their trauma, that they're using fitness or they're using food in a way that they, 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 they almost become obsessed with it because this becomes the focus and I'm focused on my physical self, I'm focused on my temple and that's the only thing I care about and I have to do it so intensely. I have to be very, very structured and very, very almost like obsessive because as soon as I stop doing it, I'm going to go back to how I'm really feeling. Because when we pause, when we stop, when we get to the present moment, we get to start experiencing how we truly feel. And that's too painful for a lot of women. Don Johnson actually had it in his prenup to Melanie Griffith that she couldn't gain weight. Woo! Really? <laughs> I never heard that. Right? So that would be a conditional marriage. I want you to ask yourself and re-rate yourself because we rated ourselves in the first day. Is my relationship to my body, with my body, is it conditional or is it unconditional? Be honest. And looking back at the first day, going back to the first day, would the numbers still be the same? On a scale of one to 10, how good is your relationship with your body? Be honest. Is it the same number or is it less or is it more? And I want you to ponder on the reason for that. What is the reason why your relationship with your body is the way it is? Why is that? A lot of women say, well, I feel stuck here. I feel like I can't get anywhere. And this, this is in personal growth. This is in trauma healing. This is in the self-love journey in general. This is in business. This is in their career. This is in their relationship, marriage. When we, when we say we're stuck, it's only because we're not willing to look beneath the surface. That's it. We cannot be stuck. We either like hurting more or we're making some type of progress. We're either improving our relationship or it's getting worse because life is fluid. It's always changing. Energy is always changing forms. We're all energy. Everything is energy. 
everything is always transmuting, transitioning, changing, and transforming. We cannot stand still. We're never stuck. We're either transforming and progressing and changing the way we desire to, or we are not aware of the way that we're changing and what's happening to us. When we say we're stuck, we put ourselves in a box and the universe, God is going to direct our way based on that energy. And we're not going to like it. And we're going to continue to say we're stuck. And we're not going to understand that it's our own doing. When we say we're stuck, I am stuck in my relationship with my body. I am stuck in my business. I'm stuck in my marriage. Is because you're not willing to look deep enough. Because you know, if you look deep to see why you believe or why you feel that you're stuck, you're going to get some answers and you're going to have the opportunity to create some type of change in your life. And you're not willing to do that. So it's easier to hide behind the definition that you placed, the label of I am stuck. And the universe, God, source, it's like, okay, you say you're stuck. Make sure you feel that way but it's not going to get better. It's just going to get worse because this type of low level energy is not going to attract anything that feels good. Does that make sense? So every time you feel confused, you feel stuck, something is going on, dive deep into it. Head first, like a diver. Find out what's at the bottom of the ocean, you, what's at the bottom of the pool, Dig deep, pull it out, look at it, and see what has to happen. This is the same thing with your relationship to your body. Look at why it is the way it is. Get to the bottom of it. Admit it to yourself. And now ask yourself, what needs to happen or what would be helpful in order for my relationship with my body to improve? What can I do? What kind of support could I get? What kind of women or people should I surround myself with? What kind of people help me feel more like me? Because at the end of the day, you may say, well, these people like me, but they always talk about my body. You still have to carry your body with you everywhere you go while you're here on this physical planet. So you can't be around people that have an unconditional relationship with you. Because then you're going to continue to have an unconditional relationship with yourself. You cannot exclude your body during your existence here on earth. Okay? <laughs> Nine or ten. I really love all the lines, all the scars, and the age spots. It's my story. I love that. Everything is our perspective, right? How we look at things. The beliefs we have. The stories we tell ourselves. And whether or not we choose to buy into other people's insecurities, other people's limitations, right? So we know that it's perspective. We know it's mindset, how we choose to look at it, what we desire. Someone else would say, I don't love my scars. I don't like the, the, my aging spots. No, that makes me feel old. That makes me look old. And they buy into that type of energy. And that's what continues to manifest more of that, more of that, and more of that yucky feeling. 
So that's why I ask you to choose, I encourage you to choose one of those body parts that you struggle to love and intentionally send love there. Intentionally say, send joy, appreciation, gratitude, smiles, colors, whatever it is that that body part needs. And start working on changing that relationship with one body part at a time as you continue to work on nurturing your entire relationship with your body. So we have the whole relationship, and then we also have the relationship to each part, right? Because I, I've, never, I've never had a client, not myself, I've never met a woman who says, I love exactly everything about me, and there is nothing I wouldn't want to improve. So there's always one body part or two or three that needs extra attention sometimes. Just like in school, sometimes there is one kid or two kids or three kids that needs that special attention. There are special need kids. There are, what? Kids in this world that need extra attention. There are people in this world that need extra attention. There are family members of yours that need extra attentions, attention. Your kids. One of them may be a little more you know, <laughs> a little more tricky and you have to spend a little more time with that, with that child. And it's the same goes for your body. So you can look at your body as this temple or you can look at the body as a family and the body parts are like the children and the parents and the family members, however you choose to look at it. But I like to paint a picture. I, I, I like to use everything that I teach because when it comes to self-love, when it comes to healing, when it comes to body image, when it comes to relationships and the work that I'm doing with my clients and, the, and, the, and, the, and what I'm teaching, it's not so tangible. It doesn't always make sense because we can't always see it. So I like to demonstrate. I like to use analogies. I, I, I like to paint a picture that you can visualize it like this or you can imagine it's like this. So you can be like, okay, if I look at it that way, it will be easier for me to do the work. Does that make sense? I am more concerned with my insides. Okay, and here's the thing. That is something that you can do too. So I, for example, said it's my tummy. We know our stomach is actually on our left side. It's not where a lot of people believe that it's in the middle of our, middle, in the middle of our body. We, if we don't have a big issue with the way that we look, because again, remember what I said, it's about body image is more than just how we view our body. It's also about how we feel inside of it. So if you're decent in that area, if you're like, I don't, I don't really have a problem with how my body looks, but I have a problem with how I feel inside of it. I've been going through some health issues. I have this illness. I've been diagnosed with this. I'm struggling to eat because of one of my organs. I have issues with my liver or my spleen or my pancreas or my lungs or my throat, right? I have thyroid issues maybe. I have issues that are not like on the outside of my body, they're on the inside. You can do the same exercise there because you have issues, and this is something that I teach really deep in my healing academy. Those issues are there because there are suppressed emotions there as a result of trauma. So when we send intentional love 
to specific organs, right? Now we're talking about the insides, so it would be organs. When we send intentional love there, intentional bliss, intentional joy, intentional gratitude, intentional appreciation, intentional pleasure, play, when we send that there, we, trans, we, we allow that energy to be transmuted. Okay? So the work can be done with your physical body parts, but it can also be done with your insides, with your organs. And we need both. We need both. Because if we have issues with our insides, it's going to affect our health and it's going to affect how we feel on the outside, right? If we speak negatively to our body parts and we're sending a lot of negative energy because we can do it both ways most people do it the negative way then eventually we're gonna start messing up our insides and then we have both i struggle to eat i do recognize the trauma behind it awesome does that make sense so it, it, it is a little scientific but at the same time it does make sense right <clears throat> it makes sense just like I mentioned the water and the plants, the flowers, based on how we speak to it, it changes form because everything is energy, right? So if you're 70% water and you're constantly speaking negatively to yourself, imagine what you're doing to your organs. If you are in a toxic relationship, if you're in a toxic marriage, or if you have a toxic relationship with your kid or your children, and you constantly are fed negativity, abuse, destruction, is chaos. That's the low level energy that goes straight into your system. And it messes up your insides. When you mess up your insides long enough, you will get sick, period, point blank. Your body is gonna do something. Your body is gonna express the hello you're not taking care of me. What are you doing to me? Here you go. Here's this sickness. Here's this illness. Take me to the doctor. Let him put a label on it so you can start actually pay it. So you can actually start paying attention to me. So how we feel about ourselves affects everything. If I don't feel good about myself, I am going to be in a relationship that is not conducive to my growth, that is not healthy to me. And then because I didn't feel good about myself in the beginning, the foundation wasn't strong, wasn't healthy. I am going to set myself up for failure and I'm going to allow myself to get sick. That's, a, that's as simple as I can put it. This is why our relationship with ourselves Self-love is the core because self-love is about the relationship you have with yourself. Then body image becomes a branch of it, the relationship that you have with and to your body, which is usually a reflection of how you feel about yourself. That's just how it is. Because you don't feel amazing about yourself. You're not like, oh my gosh, I am the baddest woman on the planet. I'm so, I'm so gorgeous. I'm this queen. I feel so good. Like, 
and you speak positively to yourself, you're not going to turn around over here and just talk to your body like it's trash. Talk to your body like it's not a temple. Talk to your body like it's nothing. Abuse your body and put your body through all kinds of things, but you love yourself. No, it's a reflection. Just like your romantic relationship is a reflection of how you feel about yourself. What I mean by that is the way that you show up in your romantic relationship is a reflection of how you feel about yourself. The way that you react or respond to your children is a reflection of how you feel within yourself because you're telling yourself a story that it's their fault that you have an emotional reaction, but no, as a result of what's in you, everything that is in you will come out of you. You can remove one person from your life, but someone else will step in and be the trigger. So when we, when we think about body image, body image, body image, body image, at the end of the day, the, that relationship with your body is unconditional because your relationship to yourself is unconditional. So you're like, wow. Oh, okay. What does that mean? What does that mean? What do you think that means? Because I need to take a sip of my water. If our relationship to ourselves is unconditional, it will make our relationship to our body unconditional. And you may say, no, I don't like myself, but I take care of my body. But you don't do it from a place of self-love. Everything is about the original intent. Because you can do something, the wrong reasons, with the wrong intention, and do it, say, I did it, but you destroyed yourself in the process because you didn't feel good. So everything is about the starting point. Is that helping you? Does, is that making sense? Let me know. Even when you drink water, you can visualize positivity and light going in and this water getting into the right spots nourishing your organs, taking care of the system. We need to become more intentional with our life. When we become more intentional with our life, we become more intentional with our relationship to our body because it's a part of us, it carries us, it's here. It's not who we are, but we're in it for the time being. You shouldn't have to get labeled you shouldn't have to be labeled by other people. You shouldn't have to go to the doctor for him to tell you, you have this, you have that, you have anxiety, you have depression, you have, chronic, you have a chronic illness, you have fibromyalgia, you have MS, you have uh, thyroid issues, you have cancer, you have all this for you to decide to step up and take care of yourself. But unfortunately, that's what happens majority of the time because society is like that. Our society is like that. It just pushes hard work. We have these beauty ideals. We're told what it should be like, how we should be living our lives, but we're not paying attention to ourselves enough. We're neglecting ourselves. We're neglecting our needs for self-love, for self-nurture, nurturing, for self-nourishment, for, for self-pleasure. For all of it, we neglect our need. We put ourselves on the back burner thinking we have to do ourselves through life and we forget to be. We forget to breathe. We forget 
to feel. And our body just has to deal with the punches. Like it just has to deal with it because it's carrying us everywhere. We're the ones in our mind deciding what we're going to do, right? But what, what you feed it is what's going to manifest. What, what you feed, what you feed, what you sow is what is going to, you know, what's going to come out. What you reap, you sow, I mean. Yes. So think about that. Think about your life in general. Think about your relationship with yourself in general. And ask yourself, is the way that I'm living my life conducive to health and growth in all aspects? My spiritual health, my emotional health, my mental health, my relational health, and my physical health. Help. <laughs> Use that word a lot. Ask yourself those questions. Liz said, my life goal is to be healthy in every aspect of my life. I love that. And since listening to you, I realize I haven't given love to my entire body. Huge. Great realization. I will practice self-love with my body parts starting today. I love it. That's so awesome. I absolutely love that. It's amazing. It's amazing. So ask yourself these questions. Ask yourself these questions. And then you can think about, then you can think about this too. So, hmm, okay, now I have gotten a better understanding of my relationship to my body. Okay, yes, 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 yep, yep, yep. Now with everything that we start doing, that's something that we're not used to doing. <clears throat> Excuse me. So most of, most of you are not used to doing this type of work. Most of you are not used to really listening and paying attention to your body and showing love to your body. You're not used to that. So you're going to probably feel like it's hard because it's a challenge. It's, you feel like it's a challenge. It's, it's, it's painful, right? That's going to happen because every time we do something that we haven't been doing, it's going to take some adjusting because our subconscious is going to want to put us back where we used to be. So here is where self-awareness is huge, is key. We have to become more self-aware of what we're doing and we have to keep ourselves accountable. With that being said, you have to start paying attention to not only, you have to start paying attention to not only how you relate to your body and what kind of relationship that is, but you also have to start looking at the people in your life. What kind of relationship do they have with their body? Why? Because we become who we spend time with, right? We all already know this. We know it from our own lives and we know it from all of the greats. They've documented whom they spent time with, what they did, what was the most important thing. So you cannot be on this journey of transforming your relationship to your body and continuously continue to, 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 to watch like porn that triggers you. You can't watch these um, catwalks, these... Um, Look at these magazines and look at these movies that trigger you. Like you have to be aware of, aware of what bothers you. Uh, <laughs> to find my words, right? You have to be aware of what bothers you and what affects you, what triggers you. So you can't be doing all the things that are going to be a, a, a distraction to you. 
if you want to make sure you're consistent on this path and that you don't backtrack and get back to where you first started, right? So that's one thing. The other thing is the people in your life. Like how are they speaking to their body and about their body? Because women are really good at this. Well, we speak about everything. We speak about how we feel. How are the women in your life, your friends, your mother, your daughter, anybody else who's in your life, how do they speak about their body? Not only speak, but how is the energy there? Like, is she really comfortable and confident in her body? Or can you tell she can't stand being in her own skin? And because she can't stand it and because of the way she speaks about her body, it makes me sad. It makes me question my body. So we have to look at everything. We want to set ourselves up for success. I'm not telling you to, 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 to cut people off from your life left and right, but still be intentional with whom you choose to spend time with. Still be aware of how other people affect you because people will trigger us. I remember when I was younger, when we would go out to the club, there were certain friends that I, I felt every time we went out, uh, she's so much, she's more beautiful than I am. No one is going to look at me. And why did I even think that? Because I wanted outside validation. I wasn't angry at her. I wasn't, eh, who is she? It was just kind of like a sadness. But when I would go out with some other friends, I wouldn't feel that way. Because I was doing this whole comparison thing. And this still goes on in our adulthoods when we don't love ourselves and when we don't love our body. Today, I don't care because what's on the inside shines through and obviously I'm married. But I want you to be honest with yourself with all of that. Like when you go out with your girlfriends, y'all go out for drinks. Or you're like, oh my gosh, she's so gorgeous. I wish I could have her legs. Or even you, maybe you even tell them, I wish I would have eyes like you. I wish someone would look at me the way they look at you. And again, if, when we do this, we're operating from a place of, I am not good enough. I need to change in order to experience what the other person is experiencing. So there's so many different dynamics and so many different situations in our lives that we can look at that will give us a better understanding of why we're feeling the way we're feeling, why we're acting the way we're acting, and why we continue to feel the way we're feeling about our body. My number one problem would be not nourishing my body correctly. That's amazing that you're able to identify that and say, this is what it is. When we identify it, we can start working on it. And you may say, well, the hardest part is to take action. Well, of course, for everyone, the hardest part is to take action because our subconscious wants to be in control. The hardest part to take is to take action because you want to do something without getting to the core of it. Your body's going to resist if it's not, if you're not operating from a place of, I love you. <laughs> if you're not operating from a place of love. So if you want to do something, if you want to take action, I was talking about this in terms of the gym and, and uh, fitness and uh, nutrition and the whole shebang. If you're only doing something because you don't like your body, you, you don't feel good right now, it's, it's going to resist it because it wants you to pay attention to it. 
So if you're not nourishing your body correctly, you have to ask yourself, why is that? Why is that? And this is where it goes from simply something physical to something emotional. Because it's your emotional body, not just a physical body. You have your physical body and you have your emotional body. When your emotional body, body is out of whack, it will affect your physical body. When your physical body is out of whack, it does not necessarily affect your emotional state and your emotional body unless you allow it to. Unless you internalize, okay, so this is, I just had an accident, but it's just my, I can say it's just my physical body and it's going to heal itself and I know it and I just speak life into my body with uplifting and positive emotions where I can say, oh my gosh, this is horrible. I'm not going to be able to work out now. I'm going to get fat. I hate my life. And you just speak negativity and toxic toxins into your system and you feel it. And then you disrupt the internal system too. Does that make sense? Glenn's situations did it. I just stopped eating, but you know, I'm working on that trauma. Absolutely. It's a process. You're putting in the work. You're doing the work to get to the root of why it is. And here's where women are like, oh, this is too much work for me. I, I, I don't want to figure out why I don't like my body. I don't want to do that. I just want to change it. And I want it to stay that way. The majority of women cannot keep their ideal weight. When they end up getting to the point where they're consistent with their weight is when they end up being consistent, when they start being consistent in their relationship to themselves, to themselves, to themselves. When they start feeling how they want to feel all the time, regardless of what their body looks like where they don't allow the shape of their body to take their power away, when they don't allow what someone else thinks, says, or does to take their power away, to take their confidence away. So again, it's a reflection of our relationship with our body is a reflection of our relationship with ourselves. So you rated your body image like you rated how you feel about your body, right? On a scale of one to 10. Now I also want you to rate your relationship with yourself. What would you, what would you rate that? If you're being fully honest, it's gonna be the same number or right there. Because everything is a reflection. How we feel about ourselves is reflected in the physical reality, in our lives, in our external world how we feel about ourselves. That is always the key. How do I feel about myself? Because I don't feel good enough about myself, I'm not able to do what I want to do. Because I don't feel good enough about myself, I have a difficult time sitting still and just resting because I feel guilty and I feel guilty because of trauma. I don't feel good about myself. I don't feel good about myself, so I'm gonna go and work out. I'm gonna focus on my body. So let's, let's get back. Let's come back to you. Let's come back to you and start paying attention to how you truly feel. And, and, and don't make it a race. Seven. Nice. We can build 
build from that, build on that. That's pretty high. Don't make it a race that I have to have this type of body or I, I have to be this confident. No, make it, make it a journey of like self-exploration, self-nourishment, self-evolvement, raising your awareness, increasing your emotional intelligence, being more attentive when you communicate with others. Once you start looking at yourself and start taking ownership for how you feel and the way you act, then you realize that I can do whatever I want because I'm in, my, in, in, in alignment with who I am on a core level, who I am on a soul level. And when I operate from that, instead of operating from lack or operating from a place of trauma or insecurity, then I notice that everything feels light and I'm choosing to do the things that make me just have more fun in life that help me expand a little more, that adds a little extra juice, an extra flavor to my life. But it's not that I have to have it, and this is the key. We don't have to have this new body. We don't have to have the new relationship. This is how I attracted my husband. I manifested him real quick after two months of just deciding that this was gonna happen. And, we, and, he, and, and he asked me to marry him. Within 55 days, we were married, just like that because I was at a point where I was doing the work, I knew that I was the answer. I did not have to go and look for someone. I did not have to ask myself, why has the right man not found me yet? I had to ask myself, what was it in me that attracted all those men in the past? What is it in me that needs to change, that needs to transform, that needs to evolve? for me to attract the type of man I desire to have in my life. And I did that work. And I became that person that I wanted. So however you want to feel that you tell yourself that you will feel once you have the perfect body, live your life as like you have the perfect body right now. Practice that, work on that, embody a new way of living, of being, of existing on this planet see yourself as you already have that ideal body. Then eventually you're gonna notice, oh my gosh, this is so easy, but this new body is not doing anything to me because I, have already, I had already created that experience within me long before it happened. And now it's like, this cool, I know it works. Okay, awesome. But I worked on the real issue. I worked on the real problem. I just realized I answered that question in the beginning of the journey. So I look, so, so look what Ivashua has guided me to become. So my husband's name is Joshua and Carrie works with both of us. So she kind of <laughs> she just gave us a name together. So it's pretty fun. So what I want to share with you, what I want to share with you that I'm so excited about is my three week body image program. It's something that is extremely fun, magical, deep, mind-blowing. This is the program that is basically, it's gonna be, it's an extension of what you've been learning in these three days. It's deeper, it's deeper and it's deeper. And in this program, I help you, I help you break down your entire relationship with your body. I help you break down the whole, the entire relationship with your body. It's some deep stuff. 
throughout the three weeks. And you get the opportunity to really, really see that relationship. But most importantly, you get the opportunity to fully see the way you view yourself. And you get the opportunity to start working on what really needs your attention. So this program is about really embodying that new way of being. Becoming the woman that feels the way she believes she's going to feel once she transforms her body. So the work we're going to be doing is to look at the trauma that you have. To look at your insecurities. To look at any breakups. Any limiting beliefs. The stories you've been telling yourself. And we're going to be doing like some active work. I'm going to be sharing some of my like top strategies that I include when I work on my relationship with my body. But the most important piece is for you to learn how to be with yourself, to develop a new relationship with yourself. And as you continue to do that, your relationship with your body is going to change. So this program is for, is for you, even if you're in pain, even if you've been diagnosed with whatever it may be, even if you don't like your body right now, even if you're like, I, I mean, I do like my body, but you're like, it can get better. This is not the program where I, I help you change the way your body looks. This is the program where I help you develop a new relationship with your body. So if you enjoy these three days, then you're gonna love the program. And if you've taken any of my programs before, you know how hardcore, how deep we go and how magical it becomes and that your life can transform in a moment when you show up for yourself. But it's going to be your decision to make. I answered it at a two or three back then. Yeah, Carrie, that's huge. Just in a few months, it went from a two or three to seven. Just investing in yourself and doing the work and showing up for yourself. So this program, Bodylicious, it's at a, uh, the pre-sale rate is 555 and it's only available for two more days till Sunday. What I decided, I just decided this yesterday. If you've been here with me, if you decided to join this masterclass and you've been present and you're watching this, what I'm going to do is make it, I give, I'm going to give you a discount. So for you, the early bird price is going to be 444 but this is available until tomorrow by 9 p.m. Central Time if you want to lock in an either cheaper rate because you invested in yourself by showing up here. I want to give back to you and give you an opportunity to continue that with a little incentive there. So if you do want to join Bodylicious, you can join with 444 with the investment of 444 by tomorrow at 9 p.m. If you missed that, you're still gonna be able to get the early bird price until Sunday, which is 555. After Sunday, the rate goes up to 777, okay? If you want to join, just send me a message. Just send me a message and I'll send you the link. It's kind of how it works. Carrie knows, it's simple. If, if you're a woman who's gonna attend, <laughs> if you're attending my self-love luxury retreat, Next summer in Croatia, you can choose to get this program as a bonus because everyone who joins me on the retreat next year will get one of my programs for free. You can choose this one or you can choose another one. Just want to put that out there. And then finally, what I want to mention is that I, I, and I, I've been, this, has, this is something that's been brewing. <laughs> I'm so excited about it. I am going to launch 
I'm going to launch a self-love mastermind next year, January 2021. A self-love mastermind, this is going to be like high-level self-love work in a mastermind where we all get together and we do the deep stuff live together on Zoom. And we're going to have a group where we're going to be communicating and keeping each other accountable. This is going to be some next level stuff. I haven't been doing this yet. I haven't done it yet. This I haven't officially announced and I'm not going to announce it yet, but I want to share it with you. I want to offer it to you. If you're on your self-love journey, maybe you've taken some of my programs and you're like, I, I want to be in the energy of uh, really getting the support, not only from Ivana, but also from other women who are on the same journey. If that is you, I want to give you a special rate too. The early bird for my mastermind is going to be 999 monthly. But for you, I'm going to give it to you for the next 48 hours for 777 if you want to lock in your mastermind spot. Obviously, we start next year in January, but you can lock in your spot now. I'm not going to max out the spots. I'm not going to say it's only so many spots. When enough women have signed up, I may say, this is it. I'm going to cap it at this number and that's it. So you have 48 hours to lock in your mastermind spots. And you have until tomorrow by 9 p.m. to take advantage of the special rate. I'm only giving the women who are listening and watching to this masterclass to Bodylicious for 444 instead of 555, okay? So those are the two things that I wanted to share. Bodylicious, simple and plain. You get a special rate if you join, tomorrow, if you join by tomorrow at 9 p.m. Central Time. And if you want to lock in your spot and be in my self-love, exclusive self-love mastermind next year in January, I'm giving you a special rate too. Instead of the regular special rate that I'm going to be having in the beginning, 999, you're going to get it for 777 if you decide to lock in your spot within the next 48 hours. Okay? If you want to do that, send me a message. Okay? If you want to do that, send me a message. If you're like, no, I'm good for now. This is all I needed. And I am going to be continuing to watch I'm going to continue to watch your free stuff then that's fine too. And I'm so grateful and I'm so happy that you decided to spend the time and watch this and invest in yourself. I hope that there are a few things that you can take away from this masterclass. And if that's the case, please make a post. Please share it with me. Please let the group know what your takeaways were because you, show, you, you, you showed up for yourself and that's what matters. And again, if you want to continue the journey further, you can join me in Bodylicious. Okay? So thank you, thank you, thank you so much. It's been a pleasure. It's been an honor to host this masterclass. I hope you enjoyed it. And I will see you on social media. Love you.